Welcome to the Open Dreams Podcast. My name is Abongo Malian Titus and I will be your host. The Open Dreams Podcast is a collaborative series aimed at sharing stories that inspire, educate and transform. Our discussions with future leaders around the world in fields such as technology and engineering, youth leadership, medicine, business and entrepreneurship and even politics. And these leaders will share with us their stories, key lessons, best practices and give us some recommendations. Today's episode features Pemoya Brian Pangsui, young Cameroonian tech entrepreneur and the founder of Tor CMR or Tor Cameroon. Get out a notebook, get some tea or coffee or juice, and let's get into it. Okay, so uh, firstly, we are quite excited to have you on the Open Dreams podcast. Uh, summary, the Open Dreams podcast is a collaborative series, you know, with the aim to inspire and to educate and to transform the lives of young people by sharing the stories of other successful and quite impactful uh, young persons all across the world. And today we are quite excited to have Pemoya Brian Tepangsi, who is the founder and lead developer at Tor CMR. So Brian, for those who don't know about you yet, uh, just introduce yourself briefly and you know, kind of tell us about what you do, uh, what you're into, and uh, you know, maybe a fun fact about yourself. Okay, um, so I think you already, you already said much. I'm Brian, Pemoya Brian Pansui. Um, I'm a software developer, very passionate one who likes to use his techno- technology in developing solutions for the community. You know, getting all this knowledge, it's all about being getting them and applying them. So in this journey, which I started since my um, um, secondary school days, I've been able to develop several tech solutions like Dog Cameroon, um, we've, we have developed um, QuickServe, developed the um, Cameroon GC Biomonarchy. These are all projects that I've been part of. And yeah, you know, it has been an amazing journey. And, you know, it's all about trying new things, which I love doing. Yeah, yeah, that's that's absolutely true. And um, I would say that one of the very interesting things about entrepreneurship is that you always have to keep thinking out the box and trying constantly new things. And from your introduction, yeah. you, you've mentioned that you've worked on quite a few projects. And among these few projects, one particular one has actually stood out, which has, you know, made the headlines on the news internationally, nationally as well. And um, I think that's, that should be one of your most interesting projects, which is Tor CMR. And so I may, I may be wrong here. I'm not, I'm not saying that as absolute fact, but yeah, tell us about Tor CMR. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us about the work that you do at Tor CMR. Tell us about the purpose and the vision of of the platform and you know a little bit of the backstory about how it came to existence and yes more that juicy stuff okay um that, that's a great question you know talk among is um one successful project out of some of my field projects as you said entrepreneurship is about trying new things and see how you can you can make things better and come up with other and good solutions so regarding talk among talk among talk among talk among actually stands for talk among so it's a travel guide app. It's Cameroon's official travel guide app, which has been approved and endorsed by the government of Cameroon. And Abuj uh, is aimed at promoting the beauty and cultural diversity of our country, Cameroon. So it's an application which you can come there and then you can find. Maybe if you're new, you want to visit Cameroon, it's a travel guide app that can um, show you the best places to visit and, and you know how to navigate around here. It has all the tourist sites, which are classified on the different towns with appropriate descriptions, directions, and um, cost estimates on how to get there. You can as well find hotels, restaurants, that's the guy you, you know, you're a tourist in Cameroon. So is that app, which if you're maybe a tourist local international, 
you can find all the information that you need to you know have a good stay in Cameroon. So regarding the Talk Cameroon project, it actually came uh, as a result of uh, me visiting a tourist site called Eco Park in Yaoundé. So I had, I had been in Yaoundé for like two years and I thought Yaoundé was just all about the noise that we hear in the capital city and all around that. But I didn't really know, I didn't really have any knowledge about the tourism aspect of it. So I had a opportunity to visit Eco Park when my aunts, uh, my aunts took us for like a family day out. We went um, to this place, Eco Park, was somehow out of town. And I discovered that, wow, I didn't know that place here existed in Cameroon. It was really, really beautiful. And I was marveled by how the things looked like. But before then, I visited um, some, some like the Vogue bases in Yaoundé. And when I visited Eco Park, I said, I said, wow, why is nobody talking about this? So I began to discover that Cameroon had a lot of, um, there's, there's, it's not just one of these places, there are 1,000 of them, which like, it came as a surprise to me. So I discovered, I was asking myself why nobody was talking about this. And we said that, um, well, if nobody's talking about this, then I think the first reason why they're not talking about this is because they don't, have, they don't know about it. So I came in contact, I started working on that solution on how I could bring the solution to people because I discovered that the use of smartphones was rapidly evolving. People glued their smartphones. So we said, why not bring this to their comfort zone, which is their smartphones? Bring this information to their smartphones where they could easily access it with a few clicks. And that's why we brought the Tor Cameron application. So after visiting Echo Park and I um, um, started brainstorming on how best to find a solution to this problem, I met my team and then we discovered, we talked on a mobile app which we started developing. And yeah, we developed, you know, after a few strings that we had to pull and we, we even got the whole country to believe in what we were doing. That's why I was right. lost by the Cameroon and it was lost tourism as the official app for promoting tourism in Cameroon. So that was one of the great moves that we were trying to make because we wanted to, uh, as the AFCON was coming, it's a very strategic period for us. We wanted to um, make sure that Cameroon was well marketed during that period. And, you know, we also wanted to prove that you could actually, actually put in and endorse it. And in there is coming up from ICE and entrepreneurship. And was, it was a great move for us. Yeah, I, I think that the, the most impressive thing about Tor Cameroon, Tor CMR, is, you know, the move that you guys pulled with actually getting the government to endorse it as the official, tra- the official tourism app of uh, of, of Cameroon during that period and even up to now. And that's something that many young Cameroonians actually face a difficulty with, you know. Um, you know, I don't think that a number of complaints as to the Cameroonian environment not being very favorable for young people is few, you know. It's it's a very vast array of complaints and, and I'm, I get it basically yeah. all the time. You know, the, the government doesn't support young people, it's corrupt, it's, it's this, it's that. And all these stories flying everywhere, right? So uh, it was a very impressive move that Tor CMR put, uh, put, and you guys did something very wonderful right there, you know, actually showing young Cameroonians what could be done and telling them that, okay, this is what can be done. We have done it and then you can do it as well. So, so just, you know, kind of mm-hmm. take us through that process of you guys getting your app, you know, as, as a young student team or as a young team of developers, getting your app being endorsed by the entire government of the country and especially Cameroon. So how did you guys, how did you guys do that? Get that done? If you can share just that story. Well, well, you're very, very correct. You know, with Cameroon getting um, something like this, very, very surprising. People believe that we surely got this through one or two connections, you know. They believe the system is all about those who have connections. But um, frankly, I don't have anybody in government. I didn't know anybody in government. From the time I was that we started Talk Cameroon, 
uh, we're trying to put the solutions to get it to the government. So what happened is after developing the app, the app was ready, right? One thing that we want to, want to stand out talk and move from maybe the other child platform that you said that we wanted accurate information. We wanted to provide accurate information to the tourists so that they're coming because there's some sites where you see, they'll say, Mount Cameroon is this height, Mount Cameroon is this height. Other platforms are saying, Mount Cameroon is this, is this, um, is this weather during the dry, is this having this temperature during the dry season. There were, there were some, some kind of misinformation. So one of the reasons I put the government is that we wanted app, appropriate information about the story sites that were on the app. So yeah, it wasn't an easy process, but what we did is that we approached them with, um, I wrote the letter to the minister, expressing uh, what we did. And one thing that made us to really get, uh, to get the government attention was the strategic timing. The Afghan was coming. Mm-hmm. And you have, to, you have to understand that the, when we did that, you actually, actually went through a lot of background checks for like four months. It's after, after four months that I had a response. After being called to come there, you know, day in, day out, come and explain what you're actually saying. Was this because it was new and they didn't actually know, know it all? You had to explain it and you had to prove that we are competent enough to do what we were saying. So after we had we had the opportunity to come and the first opportunity, the minister someone evaluate all what we have been saying and to see if it is successful enough. So we had a first opportunity, opportunity and we presented it, and he was his, his cabinet was very, very impressed. Decision that we're bringing because it was new and it was something that you know the tourism industry had needed for so long. So one thing I can say is that um, it was based on that strategic timing and it was solution that was, it was needed. And you know we had to just do it. I think I think it was just you know in that meeting that meeting room. I actually let me even talk about the first day I went for that meeting. I was I was I think that first day I was nineteen and I was right young and had some you know very very high high dignitaries I had to communicate the idea to them and make them be so i was a little bit nervous but i've been planning it's it for only so no matter it should be <laughs> yeah but i was planning for so long i really wanted the opportunity to i just said uh, let me get there and talk to them and when i finish when we finish that discussion they will believe what we're bringing so after we had our first meeting you know that's when things started going well Minister actually request that you provide us all the information that we need and um some other necessary resources we want to make this app the official app for promoting tourism in Cameroon. And that's when we actually worked on and had it launched at Pali Congress Yaoundé by the Minister mm-hmm. of State himself on the 2nd of November 2021. So it was a great um, event that show that showcased how our young team, because my team was made up of mainly students, students and young people. But one of the things I wanted to prove is that young people could... I, 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 I was really, 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 really baffled me that in Cameroon, we, 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 we go to there and we get foreigners to come and develop software solutions for us, right? We go and get foreigners to come and do these things. Meanwhile, I, I knew for sure that we have competent people who can do 10 times better than what these foreigners can do. Absolutely. So it was, it was a stage where I had to come and be an official for our country. We Cameroonians can do it. And not just Cameroonians, young people can actually get up that stand and, and then do it. So we had to even work on the, if we launch, we had to even work there for like, four months for like, I think it was four or five months from like eight, nine a.m. every morning to like 5 p.m. every day just to come in. So it was a very, very tedious process. And you know, I just thank God that we actually realized it because nobody would believe that a young person would be able to lead that type of a movement. Because at times that we're tested, you know, they'll give us some, you give you task and you, some, we, we always deliver all the tasks that they give us above expectations. Mm-hmm. You have to go double, double the standards. So that was it. That's that's very inspiring and motivating, you know, kind of explanation there. Was there ever a point during this whole process where you feel like 
you know, maybe you should just call it quits. Maybe you should give up. Was there a point where it was like a bit difficult and you thought, what, you know, what am I actually doing right now? Did you ever sit down and just think maybe you should have been doing something else in your life? Maybe you should have, you know, been like other uh, 19, 20 year old Cameroonians and, and probably do something else in your life instead of spending a lot of time, you know, following up with diplomatic processes and with bureaucratic, you know, engagements and, and, and things like that. Was, was there a point where you feel like maybe you should be doing this? Yeah, you know, you always have such points, you know, as a young person trying to do something strange in Cameroon where people around your community, where people don't even believe that things like this work. People told me that I couldn't get the government to do this thing. People actually right. told me that, um, told me that, um, they told me that, what am I trying? I'm young. They don't even listen to you. They'll take mm -hmm. your project and they'll go. They had all, all those comments coming in. And even when we even, um, before I could even get the first appointment, that was after writing a letter in January, after like four months, before I even, I even, because, you know, sometimes government takes, it takes a lot of time to do things. And we usually, youth, youth, um, young people want that when, when they submit something today, they want a response tomorrow. The government, there's no brush. They do things, uh, they, they do things with due precautions. So after letter, I was, I was going there, I was trying to get a response. Well, the first one, second one, just left it. Before I even had a letter, another letter coming in. And when the time come, came in, there was a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure from the work, a lot of pressure on people, people expecting you to do this, other people expecting you to do that, people expecting, you know, all that pressure sometimes keeps you thinking. And you mm -hmm. see that, you see, you, you you ask yourself if all this time, why, why, why didn't I just go to school and, and go and, 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 and just be like every other young Cameroonian, yeah. Every other youth, yeah, finish calling for ENS, all right. We go look for Concord, right? Those are things yeah. I really hated. So, you know, that, that pressure, even when you're working, we were working from nine to five. It was really stressful. My whole school, I stopped school for like one year. During that period, after I wasn't going to school because there was no way I could blend. Yeah, you couldn't keep up with both of those things. To blend pressure, all that work. It isn't easy. It isn't yeah. easy. Managing and the team as sometimes well. Sometimes it's... Most of them are students. Yeah. And sometimes it's really unfortunate because most of the repercussions that you know young people get especially those who are kind of you know shooting their head up and trying to do something that's a bit different from the norm most of the repercussions mm -hmm. and the drawbacks and the setbacks that they get is from other young people you know other young people actually discouraging them in such ways that you couldn't even fathom and so in your experience and in your in your entrepreneurial journey what are some of the main challenges that you've been able to to what are some of the main challenges that you faced and uh, maybe just around like two challenges that you faced some of those that actually stand out more than others and tell us how you've been able to overcome those challenges. Well, as a young person trying to, to do this, you know, the number one challenge is actually finances. Everybody believes in a project when the project is starting to be successful, but nobody wants to help you make, make that. Everybody believes in the traction, but nobody wants to help you build that traction. You know, when bringing a solution to anybody, the first question is, how, how much have you made from this thing? How many people are using it? But yeah, you don't have that, uh, you know, as a young person, just an idea. Most people even have an idea, don't even know how to build it. You know, you have an idea, you don't know how to build it. You have an idea, you don't even know how to go about it. And if you want to build it, it needs the amount of money which you don't have. So that's one of the problems that I've faced. And, you know, uh, another problem too is the time management. You know, we have to manage time, we have mm. to skip. School doesn't teach you everything. So school just scratches the base. You know, the knowledge is one. The, the finances are another one, you know, and it also has talk about the peer pressure where your friends are like, are you listening you're doing? Do you even know what you're doing? Why don't you just focus on the regular? 
you yeah. come and you're trying to do stuff. You know, sometimes when you even try to do stuff and you're not getting the results that I expected, you sometimes feel depressed. You know, if you, you see, imagine if you, you take over a year to create an app and you're still taking posts to download it. Right? Mm-hmm. People don't really be, people are still reluctant to get your solution. So, is this is kind of the problems that you face, but the way I really um, um, conquered this problem is that based on the, as the financial aspect, uh, my family helped me, my siblings, they helped me. It was an idea. You know, <laughs> use a million to test an idea is, is very, very difficult. But, you know, yeah. they've been very, very supportive and all that. I you know the time management, what I do is, honestly, I focus more on my person, I'm building my skills personally than than school so what i do is i learn what i have to learn in school but when i come back i i go more specifically i take more hours exactly yeah spend hours spend hours to teach myself and develop mm-hmm. what i do and with the peer pressure side one is one thing is that i'm very focused that what i'm chasing is a dream that has been developed in me like you know doing like uh when you're on a journey you don't just you don't just think about the end you have to enjoy the journey as you're going absolutely so, you know, absolutely you see some of these failures come and you know, you try mm-hmm. to fight them and just put them and say, okay, all of them are testimonies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's to it's like as, as you go through as you go through the challenges. Sometimes when you experience the challenges themselves, you actually think, okay, this is something that I'm going to actually write in a book that I'm uh, eventually going to publish yeah. someday and release as part of my success stories and things like that. And um, mm-hmm. you know, the the, the the risky thing about being creative is that it's, it's an all or nothing game, and entrepreneurship is, is a lot about creativity. Uh, it's kind of like an all or nothing game. If you release something and people understand it and people get it and people catch the drift, then you can be very, very successful. As well as if you can release something and actually nobody understands it, uh, you you actually stand the risk of completely failing and and going down the drain. So what Mm -hmm. is your counsel? What is your advice to young Cameroonians who are trying to, you know, kind of break out of this mindset where they think that the government or the the, the the ecosystem is out to get them. And because of that particular limitation on their mind, they're not able to do something. So what is your recommendation to them on uh, how to get out of, you know, the mindset of it cannot be done or it is not possible and actually get into the mindset of, okay, let me start to do something about it. Let me put a team together. Let me put together some people. Let me get some work happening. So what is your advice on how to jump from one, from this end to this other end? They should, they should see themselves as um, the first person that would do it, right? If nobody has done it before, it doesn't mean that you, it can't be done. It just, it, just, it just means that maybe the other people haven't find the right way to do it or, you know, they have, they have been having some obstacles. So what they need to do is to strategize. You know, p- do perfect planning, build your, build your solution, right? Build your project. Don't, one thing people, one thing people, um, people do, one mistake that you make is that they want to see opportunities before they start working. And when the opportunities come, those who have been working will get it. But if they actually work, and when the opportunities come, they will be easy, it will be easier to get it. If we were building Talk Cameroon, and we were, we, were, we were like, we were waiting for the AFCON to come before we started building the project. AFCON would have started coming, AFCON would have started, um, started when Talk Cameroon wouldn't have existed. But we even started building Talk Cameroon without, without AFCON in mind. We started building Talk Cameroon without African populations in mind. It's after that we built Talk Cameroon that we saw the opportunity later. So that's one of the things that you should do. You should know they should stay focused, try to do things differently. Yeah, you know, follow I like come out of the crowd. Everybody is learning this particular software language. You know, you can come out here and then take your time and do it and do something different. You know, once you have something that stands out, people will believe in it. It's very true that people don't believe in the general starting because nobody nobody cares, right? Mm, yeah. The world doesn't care. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's very harsh. That's very harsh advice, but it's true. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it's, it's very hard, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Nobody, the world doesn't care about where you're from. Nobody, the world doesn't care about your background, right? right. Doesn't care where right. you're from. From one poor family, or you don't have a, absolutely. So the the only thing that they need to do is to make the work here by actually working hard and going above the regular to you know achieve what they want. Mm. That's that's very powerful there, and um, I, I like your pragmatic way of of seeing things. Uh, it's based on absolute reality and truth. You know, sometimes people give excuses and talk about, you know, the kind of backgrounds they are from, the challenges that I've had to overcome and the reasons why they're not doing the things that they want to do. And and, and absolutely, like you mentioned yeah. it, I think you just hit the nail on the head. The world doesn't care, uh, but it's your responsibility to make the world care. And sometimes it is, it is usually said that luck is when opportunity meets preparation. So you guys have been working on Torsium, exactly. on Tor Cameroon for a very long time before the before the Afcon even even came by, and you guys, okay, this was an opportunity exactly. we have been preparing, and so okay, this is a perfect combination of luck, and uh, you guys had to put things together. You had to actually motivate your team to get things done, and and to be very realistic. So, I mean, your your experience and your journey has just begun. You know, from from the way you talk, uh, you still have a lot to do. You still have you know a very vast array. Of, of challenges to overcome a big industry to conquer uh, as well as thousands and millions of young people to actually motivate so when it comes to entrepreneurship what would be your your, your general advice to young Cameroonians especially when it comes to entrepreneurship I mean we've talked about you know the, the ecosystem being not very favorable you know and how they should prepare themselves and get relevant skills and try to stand out and things like that but when it comes specifically to entrepreneurship uh, or take entrepreneurship to be more to be more in depth. What is your your advice to young Cameroonians on how to navigate that particular field? Well, my advice to young Cameroonians on entrepreneurship is just is just to be willing to try new things, right? It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter if you try and fail. Uh, what matters is, is is if you try. Because believe me, if you try, if you try even learning something you've never learned before, you're going to learn something even if it fails. Right. So my advice is that they should they should be able to try new things and you know only only um be able to risk what they can afford to loss. You know, don't go into entrepreneurship. Don't don't just go into entrepreneurship with um you things cannot be able to loss because you'll be able to you 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 might find yourself being depressed. You know when you when you put in everything and you know, you don't get what you expect from it, 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 it becomes you you start feeling you start having that self doubt. Absolutely. You know, but you know, yeah. So if you're able to put in what you can afford to lose, actually just try to do things, new things, try new things because you learn new. If you try to, if you try to do the things that people have been doing, like the regular things of doing concours and and just uh, and doing um, concours and doing and looking for jobs, those places are crowded. You know, new things are evolving and things are coming. And if you follow the regular, you're going to just fall into that trap of that trap of uh, the people that are not able to. Thank you for that. That final one, be there, Brian. Uh, you are seen as an icon to so many young people. You are seen as a source of inspiration to millions of young Cameroonians and Africans as well. And uh, from, from all over the world right now, they are watching you. So where can we find you? Where can we find the work that you're doing? Tell us about your social media handles and platforms where we can get to learn and connect with you. Social media, um, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. I'm there, Pemoya Brand, Sir Pangsui, and Pemoya Brand Pangsui. That's uh, just added that that's uh, at, the, at the end of my name because I feel like I had something to teach people, <laughs> right? Mm, mm, so it's the Moya Brown Pantry. You'll find me. Nice, nice, nice. So it was it was absolutely an honor having you on this on this uh, episode of the Open Dreams podcast, Brian. Um, just to recap, Brian is a young emerging uh, 
tech entrepreneur from Cameroon. He has built uh, the Tor CMRO Tor Cameroon Travel Guide app, which has been officially endorsed uh, by the government of Cameroon as the official um, Tor app for the country. And he is moving on from there to actually conquer other new fields and to do some very more interesting things in the country. And so, of course, you can you can connect with him. I think we're going to leave his, his information uh, in the description section. I can always get to him. And so thank you much. Uh, thank you very much, Brian. It was an absolutely wonderful discussion and have a nice day. Thank you, Titus. And thank you for inviting me to this session. You know, Open Dreams is a very great community for, you know, young people to, to, to think above the regular. So I'm happy to be here and, you know, um, um we will definitely catch up some other time. Take care. Okay, man. Have a good one. Thank you for making it to the end of this episode of the Open Dreams Podcast. I hope that you learned something. Somewhere in the description, I'm going to include links of me and Brian's social media platforms so that you can reach out to us and connect in person in case you want to. Do well to share this episode with your network and see you in future episodes.